yeah, but I mean my mic. Can you hear me out of my mic? Okay, you might turn it up, Rob. Praise God. Glory to God. Yeah. You might turn it up just a bit. There you go, because it, it'll take a little more volume than the others. Yeah. I, can you guys all hear me now? Am I pretty good? No? Um, praise the Lord. Is my, is that, the wireless is, well, I can hear me tapping, but. Hello? Hello? Well, you put it up here. <laughs> okay. There we go. Is that better? Can you hear me better? Hello? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I think you guys are just kidding me, aren't you? Now, now see if I get it right up to my mouth, but it should be able to turn up. I'll work on it maybe next week. Well, why it's not? Praise God. Glory to God. Can you hear me or are you guys good? Uh, I'll turn this one on too as well. I don't think they'll interpede, but they might. Okay. Now you can hear me? Oh yeah, there we go. I think I'm in this mic. I'll fix this. I'll be in this week. I'll tune it up. Okay. But God's good, isn't he? He is good. He's a, he's a good God. Um, I was sitting there and tears were just about ready to come out of my eyes sitting down there. He told me to tell you guys something this, this today. He said, just believe. Believe. Believe in me. And you'll see mighty miracles this year. The rest of this year, going into next year. But believe who I am. Believe what I can do. For you'll see me in your life like you've never seen before. Just trust him and believe him at his word. Nothing less. That's all he asks. And you'll see mighty miracles in your life. And you'll have testimony after testimony. Jack won't be able to keep... That's the, that'll be the end of church, all the testimonies we have. That'll be the church that day. Might be for a whole month every Sunday. Pretty soon you'll go, well, what's James doing? <laughs> He's just in the church. So that's what... And would we love that? Absolutely. And... Uh, just believe. Today, I want to talk a little bit about promises and provision and peace. But before that, I want to start out in prayer. Father God, we just thank you. We give you all the glory, the praise, and the honor. Jesus, you're so good to us. So, so good to us. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you come into this place in your manifestation, demonstration, and revelation of your word. But Father, we know that you cannot lie, Titus 1-2. You do not change, and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we reach toward that high mark and that calling in you, Lord Jesus. We love you, and we honor you, and we thank you for what you're doing at Wilson General Baptist Church. We thank you for the light that shine up. We thank you for the finances that are coming. We thank you for the healing and wholeness that's here. We thank you for the peace and the joy. Oh, Lord, we just thank you and give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' most precious name. Amen? Amen. Glory. He's such a good God. I can't even tell you how good He is. He's just beyond what my comprehension is and what He is to me. In Isaiah 7.14, this is Isaiah 7.14, it says, Therefore the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. 
Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. 400 years, and he showed up. Wow. 800 years, and we're going to see the Bethlehem star. They call it the Christmas star, but it's the Bethlehem star to me. You know, it's the star that they led, I believe it was the wise men. Yes. Quite amazing, isn't it? My expectation's high. You know, it truly is. And when we were talking about, you know, you were talking about uh, uh, things that, that's happened to people. I just want to tell you, I'm so thankful that I'm saved. And I know Jesus as my Savior. I'm so thankful for that. Just that. Everything else is icing on the cake. But that is relief and peace into my soul and my spirit. That I know where I'm going. This is an end. This is not the end. This is the beginning. The beginning of the end. You know what I mean? We're blessed. We are truly blessed. And we got such good people. Folks, we are good. I mean, I am so blessed to have you guys. And you know, I know a lot of people might say that. They might get up. I mean it with all my heart. Wilson's different than a lot of places. I've been a lot of places, and we're different. We're peculiar. But that's what we need to be. But just believe. Remember that. Remember those words I said, believe. Just believe. Believe God, and they'll happen. It is the seasons for miracles. The miracle of the virgin birth. The miracle of the virgin mother. The miracles of the manger and the messengers. The miracle of the wise men. All this happening at once. You know, all these things take an occurrence and a process. It's just like the coming of the Lord. There's a process to that coming. We can feel the intensity of that taking place. We don't know the day or the hour or the moment that it is, but we believe that it's going to take place. Because the word says it is. But you can feel the intensity of that. And we're part of that preparation of that. And what do I mean by preparation? I mean souls. You know, I was just telling Maddie. I said, Maddie, just because you're, you're young and you're little doesn't mean you can't bring people into the kingdom. You can ask them if they want to come into the kingdom in their hearts. She can do that. Isn't that amazing? Let's get them where we can. At school, get them in a headlock. Tell them we're not letting you out of the headlock unless you receive Christ. Don't tell Maddie that. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie, Maddie will drag him around. Now you're not getting, that's what the pastor said. But, uh, you know, I feel that way. I feel that it's important we start getting people in the kingdom because I feel that really honestly, it's not long. We don't have a long time. And I'm not saying the 21st is the day we're going to go home. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. But we should always be this way. Regardless. If it's 100 years, 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, 1 year, tomorrow. We should always have this aspect of bringing people into the kingdom. Amen? Remember, you can open up the conversation with someone that's not you don't even know. There's two kinds of people in this world. Boy, that's going to be a big, brazen comment, isn't it? They're going to go, 
Oh, I wonder what they're going to say. Two kinds of people in this world. Right? Because you're going to think of different things that are going on today. But what a great way to open it up. There's two kinds. Saved and going to be saved. Amen? Which one are you? Doesn't really give them a way out, does it? <laughs> That's what you want. Glory to God. Well, anyway, each of these miracles teaches us something about God. We can correctly conclude these are messengers of definitely the Christ and Christmas that we celebrate here on this earth. We celebrate Christmas, but it's his birth. Sometimes we forget about that, and it all becomes about all the candy and all the presents. But he's the biggest present we ever got. Amen. It's him. we got to remember that. Today, let us consider the miracle of the virgin mother, Mary. You know, um, as we had two children of our own, me and Lisa, I remember, and she remembers it more than I do, but the birth of them. Uh, yeah, if I was a woman, there wouldn't be any children. That's for sure, because I was there. And uh, she let me know, you're not leaving. You're right here. It's time to get going. Uh, Dylan, when he was born, he was born, and then they took him immediately to the incubator because he, he didn't, he was choking, you know, so he's a little bit, so they put him in oxygen, oxygen incubator um, we just wonder if everyone shouldn't be put in that thing so I don't know maybe it gives better oxygen to the baby as they grow but he did well and Lisa's like where'd everyone go I said I've got to go with him I'm going to stay with him because I don't know if someone's going to switch him you know so we were all you know I mean I'm like right on I wouldn't leave you know and uh, but it was a blessing and God's blessed us with two kids. But I can imagine the mother Mary carrying Jesus Christ, you know? Can you imagine that? Amazing. Just amazing. It's a message of promises, provision, and peace. This, this Christmas, let it be a joyous time. You know, I know a lot of sorrow goes on during Christmas and some of the seasons things happen in the winter to people. But let it be joyful for you. You don't have to sorrow in that. You can rejoice in Jesus. Rejoice at that birth that's went on. And, and let God know who, who he is and what he's done for you. You know, God is the great promise maker. After creation came the fall, then the promise of redemption. In Genesis 3.15, it says... And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between the seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. You know, Satan had free reign, didn't he, for a while, after we, after we sinned in, in the garden. But then Jesus come back to purchase that, purchase us back with his blood and with his body that was on the cross. The promise is, of a redeemer. We're redeemed. I don't know of anyone that's not saved in here, but man, if you're not saved, you need to get up here and not even wait until this message is over. You need the redeemer because you can't get to heaven without the redeemer. 
You can't get to heaven without Jesus. No way. But he's your redeemer. He's your sanctifier. He can he does all all that you all in all. Boy, I don't like that I can't move around, but it sort of keeps me at the thing. But I will get this fixed. Um, because I like to move. But he's he's so good to us. He's he loves us uh, immensely. And you think, well, how, how do I know that he loves me? Here's how you know. You're still alive. Because the enemy doesn't want you to be alive. He'd like to kill you. Remember what John 10.10 10 says? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The first word is to steal. What's he stealing? It's not your car. It's not your job. It's your, the Word of God. It's what he's stealing. Because if he gets that, he's got everything. Because remember, in Titus 1-2, God cannot lie. What is God? Is the Word, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen? So that's what he's coming to take from you. Stand on that Word. Believe what that promise is in that Word. And you can take it to the bank. It will come to pass. Maybe not the hour you want it to, but it will come to pass at the perfect time. Has God ever been too late for you? Has He ever been too late? He's always right on time, isn't He? Just on time. I trust Him. Just like a little kid. If your dad said He was going to take you somewhere and get you ice cream, He was going to take you, wasn't He? And He did. That's your Father in Heaven do the same thing. He's going to do the same thing. He's not going to leave you. He gave you the Holy Spirit. The serpent's head was to be bruised. The work of the enemy would be undone. What did the promise of the redemption entail? All of this that's going on in the world today, even today, we have dominion here in this earth. We have that. We can take it and use it or not. We've, we've got that choice. You can be happy with your salvation and, and go to heaven and give God all the glory. And if that's all you want to do, that's all you did. But I can tell you what. I'm going to take this mic. I can tell you what. Now I can move, can't I? <laughs> Satan, you think I can't move? Just take the mic with me. But here, um, you, you, when, you, when you move out in the kingdom of God, and some are just happy with salvation. That's okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not against that. I think that that's fantastic. You're saved, you're going to heaven, and that's good. But did you know there's crowns in heaven? Did you know there's a robe of righteousness in heaven? Did you know there's a gown of praise in heaven? Do you know these things that are... Do you know that heaven is a real place? Just like Russia, China, America, South Colombia... Russia, Brazil. Heaven is a real place. And it's got real things in it. I really do think myself... Do you care if I get off this just a little bit? Or do you want me to stay strictly right on it? No? I, I can see your faces like, no, I don't want you to stay strict. But can you, can you think of something? America is a bountiful place. We're blessed here in America. But we need to pray for America. Just like we need to pray for our brothers and sisters and other people. And that's what we should do. But as children of the Most High God, 
You've got responsibilities that you can get done. You and like I said, if salvation's it, that's that's great. But I think when you get to heaven, you'll be really disappointed. Now there is no sorrow in heaven. Don't get me wrong. But since I know what I know down here, I'm working for what's up there. And that's that rope of righteousness. I don't want no thin gown, guys. I don't want no thin, thin little gown. I want that robe. Can you imagine that robe of righteousness, that thick robe? And don't you want a crown to throw at his feet when we see Jesus? We're going to throw crowns at his feet. There's crowns in the Bible. You can see them. You know, it talks about them. The one that's looking for him, looking for his coming, there's a crown. Just amazing. And I want you to know that this is the place we're going to be for eternity. And there's no messing around in heaven. Everything's perfect and precise. Everything's done perfectly. Every, there's no second that is, there's no time, but there's no messing around. Down here, I think there's a lot of messing around, you know. But this is earth. And uh, what if we just got together and just prayed powerful prayers of, to God for this Christmas and believe in what he has to say. This is each individual, not on a corporate level, just each individual. We'd change things. It would change. It'd change the world. It's not physically going and doing something. It's the spiritual aspect of things. Remember, the spiritual brings the physical. Always. Always. That's the power. But you have to know his word. And get that word in you. Just remember even just a few scriptures. If that's what you can have is a few scriptures, get those few scriptures and stand on those scriptures. Don't just, sometimes we read the Bible and we think that that's enough. No, get those scriptures in you. Just like you know your name. If I say Lisa, Lisa knows that's her name. Get to know those scriptures like that's yours. That's mine. I'm not going to let that go. Amen? So, what did the promise of redemption entail? God's love would cause him to provide a savior for sinners. Thank God. I really do. You know, you think, well, you're talking about this other. No, I'm really thankful I'm saved. I'm really thankful that I've got a savior that I can repent to and I can go to him and ask him to forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all my unrighteousness. And he's faithful and just to do that. I'm thankful for that. And he forgets it when I don't. I brought it back up to him and he said, Son, I've already, what are you talking about? He's already thrown in the deepest parts of the sea. I'm the one carrying it around. See, that's what sin does. It sort of hangs on you sometimes. And you think you're not worthy. Well, I'm telling you today, if you know Jesus as your personal Savior, you're worthy. You're worthy. And you can go boldly into his throne room. Amen? Amen? Don't go in like, well, I'm just not. Yes, you are. You're a child of the Most High God. You're blessed. The enemy doesn't want you to know that. The enemy doesn't want you to know that you can have peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen? He doesn't want you to know that. But you should have joy this year. Even work it up, just like I said last Sunday. <clears throat> right? I said, just laugh. Just start laughing. If you don't have joy, just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll start making yourself laugh. Amen? Amen? You really will. 
You don't have to watch the Three Stooges. You can just start laughing. People say, what is wrong with you? I've just got joy on me. I'm going to walk in joy. Amen? I think some people see how sorrow they can be. I really think some people see how angry they can be. I think some people see, well, I'm just not happy. I'm not, no one else is going to be happy. You know what I want to do? I want to just laugh. I go, well, that's your MO, but that's not my MO. I've got the joy of the Lord. Amen? So if I see that, I'll just be saying, I've got the joy of the Lord. I've got love. I've got love. Love beyond major. Have you ever been around someone that just wasn't so lovely? Have you ever been around someone that wasn't so... It was like... I can't say this because some of you don't know who I'm talking about. Um, um, did you guys know Slep Rock, that cartoon, was it on the Flintstones? Sort of everything went wrong with him. Everything he did... Nothing went right. He was always down and, you know, poor me. You know, it's Christmas time. Or Eeyore. How about Eeyore? On, yeah, that would be a good one. Eeyore. Uh, uh, that, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. That'd be a good example. Eeyore. Oh, poor me. You know, here I come. I'm going to do it one more day. Okay, I'll be there. You know, or you can have joy like Winnie the Pooh. You know, Winnie the Pooh. He was always happy. And he loved honey. And he was always happy. Like, hi, how are you? You know, and just upbeat and ready to go. You choose what you get to be today. You choose what you get to be this season. Even when it becomes hard. When, when you've got a lot going on. You're wrapping presents. You're getting food ready. Prepared for other people. Count it a blessing. Go, Father God, I want to be this blessing. I want to be supernatural blessing to others. I want to be, have a joy in my heart. You can't sleep at night. Get up. Praise God. Start praising Him and giving Him all the glory when you can't sleep. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this night. Oh, I think that I can spend... Do you know my best times at night? Honest to God, my best time with God is at night. Because everyone's asleep. And I can spend time with Him. And I can get with Him and there's no interruptions. There's no phone calls. There's no nothing. And it's just me and him. That's some of my best times is late at night. I'm talking 2, 3 in the morning, sometimes 4 in the morning. Sometimes he wakes me up and I get to just spend time with him. And I look forward to it. I really do. Have you ever went to sleep and wide awake at 3 in the morning? Did you ever wonder why you're awake? Maybe to talk to him. Maybe just get with him at that time. It's quiet. No one's going to call you. Now you guys don't call me at 3 in the morning saying, are you awake tonight? Maybe just text. Text. If you need to call me 3 in the morning, please do. Don't even hesitate. And I really truly mean that with all my heart. If you need to call me at 3 in the morning, I'm available. I'm not one of these that say, no, call me from 8 to 5. No, I'm available all the time. And I would, I would, especially if it's serious, I'd love you to call me. Now, if you just say good morning at 3 in the morning, what is that about? Father God, I'm going to pray for those people. Amen? And you pray for them. So, he's our redeemer. 
Um, what did that redemption entail? God's love would cause him to provide a savior for sinners. God's grace would bring salvation to those who didn't deserve it. Right? The virgin birth would announce the coming of the Redeemer. In verse 14, that coming. God is the great problem solver. That's He is. He's so good at problem solving. You guys got problems? Take them to Him. He can solve them every time, all the time. All the time. Amen? Amen? The promise of redemption called for a Savior. This Savior was to be born of a virgin. And don't ever forget that. Please do never forget that. That it was a virgin conception and a virgin birth. This is where many, many different religions that happened over the centuries have come, and that's where they start is to take that virgin conception, that virgin birth out. That's where it starts. And if they take that out, then we don't have a pure sacrifice. And if we don't have that pure sacrifice, then what was all for? But that's where they start. And if you hear that, run. <laughs> Get out the doors. Don't even stay. Because that's important. That's very important. And uh, is that virgin conception and that virgin birth. Because he was the perfect sacrifice for me and you. So great is the... God is the great problem solver. The promise of redemption called for a savior. This savior was to be born of a virgin. In verse 14 of Isaiah. Consider the creation of Adam and Eve. All people since that time came by procreation. The virgin birth stands alone. A special miracle, a sign. The miracles are no problem to God. He specializes in them. Listen to me. Your father specializes in miracles. He specializes in them to, to come down upon us and to be for us. He loves us that much. Do you think he can keep COVID from you? Yes. Psalms 91, 10, right? No plague will come nigh my dwelling. Look up plague. It's an airborne disease. Glory to God. I get excited talking about that. I get excited believing that. And if it does come on you, it can't stay. Amen? Amen? It can't stay. It's got to go. Miracles are no problem for him. The virgin birth says God is big enough to solve all our problems. Gabriel answered Mary, With God, nothing shall be impossible. In Luke 137, it states, For God, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I, I say to you this Sunday, with God, there's nothing impossible. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If you believe. That small word is really small. If. If you'll just believe. If. That's what Satan said to Jesus when he came out of the desert. If you're the son of God, turn these stones to bread. And Jesus said, by, it's not by bread alone. It's by the, every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen? Amen? It's every word that comes out of his mouth that I believe. That's his word. But see, even Satan used that little word if. 
Get that word turned around to M. And don't try. How many people say, well, I'm going to try to do this this Christmas? No, do it. Don't try. Because if you're trying, you're not really believing. You're just trying. Well, I'll try this Christmas and see if I can be happy. Well, it didn't work out just okay. First of the year, you go, well, it didn't work out this Christmas. I wasn't so happy. Well, don't try. Believe it. Believe. Don't try. Believe. If you're trying, that means you're not really believing. Y'all look at me like, what do you mean I'm trying? Yeah, but that's the flesh. You're trying. You're just trying. Your flesh is just trying. I try to not eat ice cream, but I do anyway. I tried. I tried not to eat any, but I did. I ate some. Breakfast, noon, and night. Ice cream for me. I think I could be Santa Claus, to be honest with you. He had made cookies and milk everywhere he went. But don't try. Believe and do it and trust God. Gabriel answered Mary, With God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. God is the great peacemaker. The virgin, this is another thing. We want peace. How many people seek after peace? The world seeking after peace. This virgin born, one, was to be called Emmanuel. The meaning of the name is God with us. God with us. How is he with us? Yeah, he's in us, isn't he? The Holy One, the Holy Spirit lives in us. He said he would not leave us comfortless. He lives in us. It's not like he's some special person floating out here and he comes to visit. He's always there with you. Always. When everybody's gone, he's still there with you. How many of you guys felt alone and amongst a lot of people? I felt by myself before, even though I was around a lot of people. But he was always with me, no matter what. He was always with me. Always. The meaning, the man separated from God is to be united with him. You know, we were separated, but now we're with him. The virgin-born Savior would redeem us at the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Peace, goodwill toward men would be the message of Christ's birth. Luke 2.14 Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Peace. We have peace with God through faith in this virgin-born Savior. In Romans 5.1 it says, Therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice, if you don't have any peace, what, what's going on? Therefore, being justified by faith, believing, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. You have to do something, don't you? You have to believe. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God, Romans 10, 17. These things you need to know. When you know this faith and you've got that faith and you believe it, you can stand on it. And when you stand on it, he's not going to deny it to you. That promise is yours. You're going to have peace. Amen? Amen. Personal peace comes through full surrender to him. In Philippians 4, 5, and 7, it says, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, 
Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Glory. And that understanding that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. <clears throat> Even though you're going through something, notice something. You're going through it. You're not staying still. You're going through it. Amen? Amen. You're going through it. It's not going to just stay there. You're going to go through it. And the last one here is peace on earth will come when Christ returns to reign. And oh, what He is going to reign. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I just love to say that, don't you? If you listen to that, it's, he's, he's, he, this is his name. Shall be called Wonderful, the Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. When there is no peace, He's your peace. Of the increase of this government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon His kingdom, in order it, and to be established it with judgment and with justice, from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He's coming back. And He's not coming back little. He's not coming back little at all. He's coming back big. And what I mean by that is He's coming back as, as the Lion of Judah. And He's coming back to get us, the bride. Amen. Won't that be great? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can just see the, what the world says. Well... It was this that happened. It was this that happened. That's why all these people are gone. They'll make all excuses, won't they? Won't matter to us, will it? We'll be in heaven. Won't matter at all. But won't that be great? And wouldn't it even be better if we were in church when it happened? Boom. And we're all gone. Amen. You know, and I think we need to be praying for Briar and Ethan and the younger people and, and Maddie, the ones that are going through quite a bit at school. You know, they have school a couple days and they're home. It's, it's I mean, their whole lives have changed. You know, uh, we just think about ourselves, but their lives have changed and uh, they need our support and our prayers and they need peace and their, their studies have changed, you know, studying over the computer instead of in class, you know. Uh, so they need that help of uh, getting things done. Amen? Amen? So we need to keep them in prayer. And if there's absolutely anything you guys need, call me. I can come in agreement with you just like that. We can walk in faith and see God move. You know how much I've seen in this church, even that I've been here? I've seen a tremendous amount of stuff happen. I mean, just tremendous. And you guys have too, right? I mean, we've seen it all together. And it's a together thing. It's not a personal one-man thing. It's 
us that loves the Lord. We're a family or we're not. You know? And I'd rather be with a family than not with a family. That one-man band just don't get it. Chris, pretty soon you're going to have drums and we'll have a drum player over here real soon. We know a guy that plays drums that I believe he'll be here in Jesus' name. We got a bass player that's going to be here with you. Uh, a piano that we can have a soloist. Uh, that's what I pray for is a soloist. You guys know what that means? You guys want to guess what a soloist is? Someone that plays by themselves because a soloist. But also, when I'm, when I'm talking, sometimes they can play, like the piano playing a little bit when I'm talking at the end of the service. And there's just anointing on that music. But God's anointed us, even though we haven't had that, with Chris, with the guitar. We've been very blessed, Chris. And we're very thankful. And we're thankful you've got a wonderful wife that is uh, supportive of that, very much so. And we're supportive of her, and we thank God for her being at Union. That's the one to get in contact with. <laughs> That's the one. She's going, don't tell everybody. <laughs> but she's a blessing. She truly is. She's blessed my family. And I know she's blessed all of us that's been there. So we thank you for that. And I know Chris is supportive of that as well. But God's good, isn't he? Amen. Does anybody have anything? Chris does. Oh, he has a song. Glory to God. Well, thank you for showing up today. And not only are you going to show up, you're going to show off this next week. You're going to show off God in you. And I believe that with all my heart. And they don't need to come to Wilson. Just get them saved where they're at. If they come to Wilson, that's great. If they don't, that's great. We've seen them come and go, haven't we, guys? Pastor James and 